When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There we go. You are live. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 219 of the All Dolphins podcast live. No background for you. That means you're not going to be able to do your hearts. Oh, what's going on? Why is my background not on? Nah. That's not going to work, is it? No. There it is. Oh, my God. You can do it with no background? (laughs) What is this? This is not fair. What is this? (laughs) Oh, that must have some magic here. This is not fair. I love it. Oh man. Anyway, all right. Let let me get out of my feelings because I can't make hearts. Uh, this is really, really not fair. <laughs> all right. I like it. And then add the background, and it still does it. Awesome. Okay, so we'll start with quick history lesson because we can't we can't skip 2019. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. I'm trying to share this. I'm trying to share this live. Give me oh. a moment. There you go. Go ahead. Oh, keep talking. Yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and slow started the history lesson of 2019, and we cannot skip 2019 because there was such a turning point in Dolphin history. This was a year, of course, the Dolphins hired Brian Flores to replace Adam Gase, and then proceeded to purge the roster, reset, <laughs> rebuild, or tank. However, you want to. Put it. I know Omar's tank for Tua. That's what it was called. I know it because we labeled it. Well, just because you and the two, three others media members decided oh, tank two, for Tua. Three other media members. It was the world, my brother. I think it actually became more blow for Burrow than tank for Tua. If we're going to be honest about it, but it eventually evolved to blow for Burrow after Tua suffered a very career-threatening, catastrophic hip injury. But let's not remember. This was the plan, and this was the plan from the organization from before Ryan Tannehill was the starting quarterback. Okay, let's also not pretend that Burrow wouldn't have been the number one overall pick had the Dolphins. He would have been, but he wasn't the genesis for it. No, no, well, I understand that. Well, part of it was that, and the other part of it was it was going to be like a couple of, well, Tua came into the 2019 college season like the stud, the stud, the greatest quarterback of all time, the sure, prospect of all time. He still was, no, he still was no Andrew Luck, but the, the, that's beside the point. That's uh, fair. Anyway, so the Dolphins began, and this was a, the, the funny part at the draft. They traded a second and fifth round pick to the Arizona Cardinals for Josh Rosen, who then competes with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who had signed as a veteran to babysit the young guys or show them the ropes or whatever. And lo and behold, Brian Flores decides to go with Ryan Fitzpatrick as a starting quarterback. 
eventually because he was clearly better than correct. No, no, correct. Uh, and because he was necessarily on board with the idea of it's okay to lose games, it gives us a better draft position. And eventually, the Dolphins gave Joshua was in the shot a couple of starts, didn't work out. Ryan Fitzpatrick was reinserted in the lineup, and about the halfway well, point, Josh of season, sucked. He did. And Brian Flores would have lost his entire locker room if he played an inferior, a very clear inferior quarterback while the team was sitting there. Are we really tanking? Are we really tanking? Is this really what we're doing? Uh, Like, why do I want to be here if that's what we're doing? It was Brian Flores was protecting himself and protecting his locker room by starting Ryan Fitzpatrick, who he absolutely needed to start. Okay, anyway, about the halfway point of the season, the Dolphins started playing better, eventually wound up like 5-4 and four in their last nine games to finish 5-11, and 11, including that very memorable win at Gillette Stadium in the season finale 27-24 when it cost the Patriots a first-round bye, and the Patriots wound up getting beat by Tennessee at home in the first round of the playoffs in what would become Tom Brady's final game. The Dolphins beat Cincinnati the week before, contrary to popular belief, the Dolphins would not have clinched the number one overall pick with a loss in that game. They still would have needed Cincinnati to lose their regular season finale. Uh, and who knows whether that would have happened anyway. Dolphins wound up with the fifth overall pick, selected two of but that's for 2020. That was the 2019. And I would say 2019, the second half of 2019 was easily Devontae Parker's best stretch with the Dolphins. Oh, very traumatic season. Um, was it? Was it though? Yeah, because you were signing guys on Tuesday oh, and putting yeah. them in in your starting lineup on Sunday. And then, remember? Do you remember? It was years later. I think it was the 2021 season where Brian and Flores. They were like they started horribly, and then Brian Flores basically was like, "I can't like." get players in one week and put them in the lineup in the same week. And I was like, uh, wait a minute. You did that all of 2019, like hypocrite. Um, it was, it was, uh, traumatic just because of you begin this purge and this rebuild. And I remember you started it with the intentions of building the trenches and building the line in 2019, building the lines. Oh yeah. Chris Greer. I could, I could bring up stories and columns. Uh, except it, it, here's the thing though. If you could in the first pick in that draft was Christian Wilkins. Okay. If that was the idea, solely the idea, they wouldn't have traded Laramie Tunsil, which they did in 2019. I mean, yeah, but you knew, you knew why they traded Laramie Tunsil. It wasn't, it wasn't just it won. The offer was too good to be, to pass up. And they had a looming contract. Situation. And they had a looming contract that they didn't want to sign to a player that they didn't really fully trust. So no, it, to me, to me, the 2020 season was about like dump all of your expensive mm-hmm. middle of the road or slightly mm-hmm. above average assets, Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. Robert, mm-hmm. and a bunch of those guys like that accumulate as many high traffics as you can clear up as much cap space as you can. And in 2020, boom, you go off. Yeah. Go. It's, it was, a, it was the rebirth. It was a tank. It was the, um, I would, I can make, it was a reset. Okay. Reset. Yeah. Um, it was, a, it was a ta- reset in the tank. Cause it wasn't just, yeah, you just love using that word tank. Oh, it was, it was a tank. Don't act like it wasn't a tank. It was bro. Your head, your owner was trying to bribe your head coach to lose games. Allegedly. 
<laughs> Allegedly, and the Dolphins were not sanctioned for that. They were sanctioned for tampering. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, anyway, let's, let's move on. We, this is our past. We have paid our penance for it. Uh, we've still got a lawsuit for Brian Flores, who feels he was wrongfully terminated. Right, that thing's only three years old now. Jesus. Holy I mean, you, you, the wheels you of justice move slowly. It's it's a class oh, action lawsuit. Sorry, two years old. It's a class action lawsuit. It's got a lot of validity to it. A, a, a lot of people have joined it. They are treating it like a class action lawsuit. Um, and truthfully speaking, there is merit to the class action lawsuits about why African Americans have to take jobs that are bad jobs and basically required to sabotage themselves and their careers for the betterment of the franchise. And here Brian Flores is saying. I have an owner trying to entice me to lose games for draft picks. That's going to harm my career. And he's mad that when I win games. The goal yeah, is... Um, Omar, and, and, and I know here, the sad reality is we could we could have like a really good discussion on this. And if you guys want in the comments, please put it there. The sad reality is that, that half the people who are watching this right now don't want to hear about this. Be very honest. They don't. They don't. And, Okay, and that's and I don't want to keep beating a dead horse because you think you know I'm more. But, more you did, but if you did a crime, you committed a crime, you take ownership for it, and 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 you you take your penance and you don't cry about it. You okay? We don't have to bring it up and rub your nose in it all the time. But you did it. You did what, it. What are you talking about? The the Dolphins organization. But you, you here's the thing though. You're talking about the tanking situation. Which which they can't publicly admit, which the NFL can't publicly admit, which is why they got they got sanctioned for tampering. Tamper, correct. Okay. Uh, and the other issue is the one thing that you can say against Brian Flores is in suggestion of of racism in hiring practices, and I think we all know it's there to a certain degree. But the thing is, he's the first team that he's suing is the Dolphins, who last I checked have an African American GM who had a senior vice president who was an African American. Uh, who's assistant GM also is African-American. I mean, it's not like the poster child for a racist organization. I mean, that's. I, I, I would agree with you a thousand percent. Hell, um, um, Steve Ross hired a woman as one of his top executives who he's all about, like breaking down barriers and opening doors. And giving everybody right. a chance is correct. But let's dude, let's not belabor the point very long. Go ahead, make your final point, but let's move on to something else. But he did hire a coach with the intentions of not being very good in your first season. Now, was Brian Flores fired for being insubordinate? Yes, and that was part of the insubordination. But let's move on. Okay, well, and then the, the, again, the, the kind of point to that that he was there two two additional years. So anyway, more immediate. Uh, immediate past the NFL honors were on Thursday night, as we kind of expected the dolphins did not get uh, any awards, but I did a story. So for the record though, Tyreek Hill wound up sixth in the MVP voting Six. Oh. behind the winner, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, who was second. Dak sure Prescott was second. Yeah. I'm not sure I'm on board with that one. Christian McCaffrey was third. Brock Purdy was fourth. Josh Allen was fifth. Tyreek was second for the a for the NFL Offensive Player of the Year behind Christian McCaffrey. Don't have a major problem with that. Tua wound up being fifth for the Comeback Player of the Year, which very surprisingly to a lot of people went to Joe Flacco ahead of Demar Hamlin, and then followed by 
Baker Mayfield and Matthew Stafford. I, and then, I, I would support Baker Mayfield getting it over to him. I would. He was dumped. Think about it. Think about it. If he was dumped, then Joe Joe Flacco, I mean, he was on his cash. I, I, I mean, it's the whole. Joe Flacco didn't play a full season. While I, I don't have an issue with Joe Flacco winning it, I don't. Um, because I thought Joe Flacco was done. I thought you stuck a fork in him. I thought he was a a, a well cooked steak. Just rubbing. You, you saw him against the Dolphins at the end of last season. Absolutely, that Jets horror showing of an offensive line. Yes, and I mean, and everybody who knows me knows I am a Joe Flacco fan. But that guy's been done and cooked for about three seasons. Um, not no, no more. He proved no, it. No, and I told you that beforehand. No, he wasn't cooked. I told you that. Sorry. Uh. Mike McDaniel got one vote, one third place vote for coach of the year. And then the one that surprised me, there were 10 players who got a vote for offensive rookie of the year. Defon Lee Chan was not one of those. And to me, that was like, whoa, okay. People um, don't pay attention all the time. Maybe if he was a thousand yard back, which he was close to, he would have set a single season record for rushing average for people anybody. Don't pay, with- people don't pay attention. You, you know. And don't vote, dude. That that's a, no offense, no offense, but that's that's a ridiculous argument because if you're not paying attention, then don't vote. And it's it's a panel of 50 people. It includes media members, some former coaches, some TV folks. Um, you want names, don't you? You want names. Oh, you I want saw names. the list. I saw the entire list, and there are a couple of whom I'm like, you got you got you got to send me the list. You got to send me the list. I, I want to Twitter, and there's some there's some retired media members also. But if you're gonna tell me. I'm, I could HN didn't get votes because people weren't paying attention. That's dumb. Then don't vote. Don't then re- revoke the vote. Anyway, um, the other item on the agenda before we do some interacting with you guys watching, and you need to tell your friends, we'd like to up the number of people who are currently watching. If this um, is what we're watching, if this is what we're watching, I, I want my the hardcore people who want to be here to be here. I don't care. Um, that people will rewatch this and enjoy the conversations and discussions, and that's fine. They don't have to watch it live. But more importantly, we have two good episodes up. Um, in the first that that I do want to promote, if you haven't had the time to watch it this week, I strongly encourage you. Um, the last episode that we did, which is called, um, uh, damn, what I. Okay, we talked about literally more than 30 players on the roster and how we would handle their situations, whether it's the shakedown, whether it's the restructured contract, whether it's uh, free agents. That's there. Um, That episode, which I just teased, is called Lock Up, Move On, or Trade Away. Um, And then before that, we have another episode up where we're talking about our approach in terms of how to build the Dolphins to make them Super Bowl contenders. Um, those are episodes number uh, 219. No, okay, we're on 219. 218 and 217. So just want to promote those out there. If you didn't watch, I encourage you to watch. But go on, continue. Okay. And But my, my whole point should be prefaced by saying we're going to bring it. There could be two people watching. We're going to bring it regardless. So we do uh, I guess we need to address the – Pigskin in the room, Super Bowl 58. It's a pun of it often in the room. It's Super Bowl weekend, so we got to discuss. Okay. You got to make a prediction, otherwise, you can't. Cool. You can't call yourself a football podcast. So, do you have a feeling one way or the other? Um, I have a feeling. I want the 49ers to win. Um, 
primarily. I, I know how you feel. You're tired of the Chiefs winning and winning and winning and winning. Um, I don't. So I don't like dynasties. Um, nothing against them, but and I don't even think the Chiefs are a dynasty. I just think that they have the best quarterback in the game. Come on, are they a dynasty? Six straight AFC Championship games, four Super Bowls. It's for not pretty damn close. So what do we? Well, how many do we have to? How many rings do you have to have to be a dynasty? I, I saw somebody. No, yeah, they're, sorry, they're a dynasty. To me, you go again: four Super Bowls and six years, six straight AFC Championship games. Basically, f- for the foreseeable future, you do not go into a season saying in the AFC it's the Chiefs, and then who else is going to challenge them? That's a dynasty. Okay, you didn't answer my question. How many rings do you have to have to be a dynasty? Is it rings or Super Bowl appearances? I don't know if I – I don't know. Brady's got six rings. I give him dynasty. he got six rings. I, I, really, really, you would give him dy- – how generous of you. You would give him – would you not call the Steelers a dynasty in the seventh? Well, that's before your time. Steelers Way won- before my time. So, Steelers yeah. Steelers in six years, and everybody considered them a dynasty. I, I think you have to you have to get to at least three rings to be enter the dynasty conversation, and I'm probably – giving you dynasty label at four rings but just because you keep making it to the super bowl or keep being an afc championship game that just means you've got a really good quarterback and a really good head coach okay and okay, fine. three then three super bowl t- if the, okay. that's, that, we're, we're, we're in agreement here see this is how you compromise and and come to a, a barometer so we we need we need we need um we need, we need, you know, like the four, 49ers. How many do they got? Three, right? What total? I'm, no. no, I'm talking about during the Montana's era. No, they no. had Young, Montana Young. All right, well, Montana and Young. Four with Montana. Yes, 81, 84, 89, and then 94 with Steve Young. That's five. So- that that's that's a dynasty. That's a dynasty. Well, I in think, the eighty in the eighties, there were absolutely were a dynasty. Yeah, I mean, I don't but know anything about the Steelers. Uh, Cowboys had a dynasty. They got how many rings? They got three and four years. Three and four. Yeah, see, three, three, three. We we begin the dynasty era at three rings. Okay, but okay. Here's the question though: You, you said you want to see the 49ers win. Does that mean that's who you think will win? No, I think the Chiefs will win. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you got the best quarterback in the game. It, it's their 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 defense. You got a hell of a defense and the best quarterback in the game. You got a respectable run game. You got it. You're you're a front runner, even though you're not a very good team and you're not a complete team. Um, when you got the best quarterback in the game, makes it easier. It just makes it easier. But you know, everybody sits there and thinks that oh, Tua sucks because he's not Patrick Mahomes. Well, who is Patrick Mahomes? Like. There's Josh why you, Allen. Where? Why do we need to bring two in this conversation? Because he's going to catch a stray. There's Josh Allen. There's Pat. There's Patrick Mahomes. There's Lamar Jackson, and then there's who else in the NFL? Like that, that's about it. And when you have those quarterbacks, you got a hell of a chance, no matter what. So well, the other thing is also is they have they have the better defense. Because for all of the hoopla over the 49ers big name defense, it hasn't played great. 
Yeah. Chiefs have been balling on defense the entire year. They have the better head coach. I think Andy Reid's a better head coach than Kyle Shanahan. All due respect to Shanahan and his creative genius offensively. And they have clearly the best quarterback. Yeah, but hold on. Come on, come on. You just disrespected Kyle Shanahan because he's not Andy Reid? Like, and Kyle Shanahan. Did I, dis- did I disrespect him or did I just said that the Chiefs have the better head coach? Yeah, they do have a better okay, head coach. That's, and that's not disrespecting. That's like saying – Patrick Mahomes is better than Josh Allen. I'm not disrespecting Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. And if you do NFL head coaches, how high is Andy Reid? Andy Reid's number one. I've said Andy Reid was number one before he won a ring to me. Andy Reid is like the the big, bigger and better than Belichick to me. Always has been. Okay, then then now you're disrespecting Kyle Shanahan because you're saying Reid's better. Um, No, I'm just saying that they got a Hall of Fame Coach. Who? Chiefs. Yes. Hence, yeah. they have the edge at head coach. They have a better defense, and they have the better quarterback. And the 49ers, if we're going to be honest about it, I don't want to use the word lucky, but right, semi-fortunate they were in danger in both of those games against the Packers and the Lions. And not just a little bit. They all, You hate that injury label so i'm not gonna say they also battling injuries as everybody was battling injuries who's injured on the 49ers uh debo samuel he played chiefs were chiefs were without a a, an all pro guard okay without him forget forget playing hurt he would they were without him okay you're gonna talk to me that debo's been hurt yeah sorry yeah no Mm -hmm. not having it not having it in the least so uh, oh, so I guess I should I should say my take. Uh, very good point, Finn's rule, by the way. NFC is weak. Yes, the NFC is weak, and it says why. Um, New Finland says I'm getting cooked out here. You're filleting me. Not about cooking. Uh, I don't I don't have a major preference to be honest with you. I think part of part of me is actually since I cover the Dolphins, and I have much more respect for the AFC than the NFC. And I think if Frisco Frisco wouldn't have gotten through the AFC playoffs, forget even the Chiefs the way they play those two games. Um, I, but I don't have a horse in the race, as they say. I was really hoping for a Detroit-Baltimore Super Bowl once the, the championship games were set. And lovely, I went over for 2 in that particular wish. I, I do think Kansas City's going to win. Again, because better coach, better quarterback, better defense. Chris Brooks, Johnny Rotten says Chris Brooks needs some love. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know. not, he's not getting it from Omar Cole because Omar wants to bring Derrick Henry, which means what's the, what's the use of? Oh, I mean, no, no, it, that's not an indictment on Chris. That's not an indictment on any back. And I really feel bad about wanting to bring Derrick Henry here because it kind of disrespects Raheem Mostert, who I said had a better season than Derrick Henry. It's just I need that mallet. I think this team needs that mallet. They need that hammer, and. I think that that's what will get them to that next level. And without it, we're still doing the same old two-step. It's not happening. I know it's not, but doesn't mean I don't want it or can't ask for it or shouldn't advocate for it. Well done. That was well well done. Okay, let's take care of our people here. SM Fence, thank you very much. Should have Big O and talk over him. Contentoy. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't hold my breath for Big O being a guest on our podcast. Just being going to be very, very honest. We are trying to figure out who to put on our podcast. We we need another uh, podcaster. Um, this is putting out our business out there. 
to come on with TD Talk. Is that his name? TD, uh, TD Fins Talk, yes. And uh, we're trying to figure out what is the right mix and what is the right balance. Um, Poupard, I put it in his hands, and he still has not made a decision yet. If you have recommendations in the comments, by all means, please let us know. Louis um, Collins, thank you very much. Why don't you guys set up a cash app or StreamYard so YouTube doesn't take 30% of your money? It's a very, hold on, you could do it through StreamYard? I did not know you could do it through StreamYard. Yeah, YouTube does take 30% of our money. That is very smart, Lewis. Um, yeah. If you know how to do it through StreamYard, we would definitely appreciate it. Maybe we could do that through cash app. I just it's it's just not you're right. They YouTube takes thirty percent of the money, which is crazy. But rude, yeah. rude. Oh, oh, this is for you, Omar. Dude, sixty-seven. Thank you, dude. Asking is the cap real? The cap only becomes real when you spend multiple years living life on a credit card and spending on a credit card, and then it requires you to take a year where you basically have to purge your roster and pay off your debt to begin living back on your credit card. Right now, the equivalent is the Dolphins have maximized their balance on all their credit cards. And what they're going to do this offseason is they're going to get another credit card to max that out. And then ultimately, you're going to have three credit cards that are maxed out. Now, how you fix that is you're going to have to take one season of tight budgeting, no spending, roster purging to pay off your balances, then to go back and start living off credit card. And that's how this team will operate, just because Steve Ross loves to win in the offseason. Um, now, is that the right, right way to build a roster? No, it's not. You build a roster by... Drafting well, talent development, and then ultimately, when your talent gets to the point where they need to be compensated, you retain the very good ones. We will see this offseason if the Dolphins are in position to retain the very good ones based on moves that they make regarding Christian Wilkins and Robert Hunt and Andrew Van Ginkle, who a talent that's homegrown. Um, what they do with the Connor Williamses of the world. Um, I, and I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have argued and continue to argue with myself whether it's not better to begin to reset now as opposed to uh, – you're shaking your head. You're I'm shaking your head. head. I'm shaking my head. Please, please explain why you're shaking your head because no. I, I'm telling you right now, you, you if you double down, this ain't going nowhere. Oh, yeah. And you're just going to make the problem worse. I understand that, but you also went all in. And, and okay, if you want to reset right now, which big-name players are you getting rid of to begin that reset? Because that's what it would entail. I don't have the answer to that, but it's a possibility that I – I mean Ty – okay. Tyreek? Tyreek? Don't, why you gotta don't bring up Tyreek in this Ramsey? Don't. Because if you were if we're looking to reset by dumping big contracts and by resetting, you mean okay, except the fact that you're not gonna challenge for the Super Bowl or not gonna be in a position to even challenge for the Super Bowl. Why keep like the major contract players who may or may not be here for the long haul? 
i.e. Tyreek, i.e. Jalen Ramsey, i.e. Teron Armstead, even though he's not tradable. Teron Armstead is probably this is his last season here. So uh, I'm not factoring him into into that and the reset. You can't trade him anyway. Yeah, no, he's he's here. So just yeah. yeah. Um but if you do it, if you double down on this team, and I'm not saying that it's not the right thing to do to double down because I, I think injuries were a factor, and I don't want to hear you, I don't want to hear it. Just just silence yourself on why you fell belly planted into the end of the season. Um, so I think you, they will double down and they will get another credit card and max it out. That's the Steve Ross way. Do I think it's the wise thing to do? No, but I think you can reset it in 2025. Once you've fallen short, if you fall short. Correct. And the question is whether you believe you legitimately have a shot. Yeah. And they think they legitimately have a shot. Maybe if they beef up the running game, maybe get a, 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 a third wide receiver, um, maybe, um, you know, rebuild the trenches because they're going to have to rebuild the trenches. And that's a, that's a hell of a long laundry list for a it's a long laundry list with no yeah. money. But that's what their laundry list is. Correct. And this is why this is why I'm kind of skeptical. If we're going to be honest, you're skeptical, but then you're like, no, don't, don't reset it. Don't because, reset it. Because they, again, they've, they've taken the, the, the dive off the cliff and they're halfway down. They're, there's no stopping there. Unless they have a parachute, they can pull. It's time to pull the ripcord, baby. Cause well, to me, it's more like time to dive in and then see what the water is like. And I hope you don't hit any rocks too close to the surface. Damn. That's a grim analogy. Um, on that somber note, my, my, more Omar getting cooked. No. Oh, yeah. Don't be all up for those. No, we're going to go. Ohio, John. Thanks, John. With the second year of work, do either of you think Butch Barry can get Eichenberg closer to the level of improvement we have seen from Austin Jackson? Yes, I do. And I will say this. Um, Eichenberg played better in the second half of the season to the point where you, you were not riding the Eichenberg Express. And he did that injured. So that's 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 the first thing. I think when he started to struggle, he was injured. I know Pupard hates the word injured, but the man was playing or trying to play with a rib injury. Okay. Um, on top of that, I think there's early a on. Rib- early, huh? on. early on at the end of the year, he was he was a catfish. Yeah, no, I, I'm talking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. um, I think when he was, I think there's a very strong possibility that he may, might be the starting center moving forward. And, um, you know, and, and the one thing that people don't realize because they don't see the athletes like we do is Austin Jackson redefined his body. He used to look like a frumpy, dumpy, pudgy offensive lineman. <laughs> That's good. Go ahead. And now he looks like a defensive end, you, you know, from a physical standpoint. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah, did we go that far? Oh yeah, I'm, I can show you a picture of Austin Jackson walking. Oh, no, no, you dude, he worked on his body. I don't, dis- I don't disagree with that. I think. Oh, he looks. He, he don't look like Jalen Phillips, but he damn sure looks like Derek Shelby. Well, not a you, lot of dudes look like like. No, that's a, that's that's a good cop. There are not a lot of dudes look like. Jalen so, do you do, are you buying it? Like okay. Yeah, he 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 really worked on his body. He worked on his body. He worked on his mind. Um. I will say this. 
I am so puzzled and perplexed by something I saw at the end of the year um, exit stuff. You remember when everybody was going up to to Liam Eikenberg as he was dispensing money at, 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 in the locker room, and I'm like, what? on locker cleanout day, huh? Yeah, on locker cleanout day. Like everybody was, and Eikenberg was like huddled up and secretively giving out money, and and I, I'm I'm like I'm trying to figure out, and I, I haven't gotten up the balls to ask a player like. Was Eichenberg like responsible for the fines or the money? He was like the team accountant or something like that. Like, okay. and so I, I like it, it was perplexing to me why everybody in the locker room was going up to Liam Eichenberg and getting money. And I'm like, I was like, what is going on here? So clearly he's got some sort of stature and status on this team that players respect and, and, and like he's the, He's the money master or something like that. I, I'm I'm only telling that to this podcast because, and I haven't I haven't figured out what it is. I, I'll, you know, when when I'll ask him and he'll tell he'll tell. Oh, us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's the reason right there. That's if it's why, legal, if it's legal. Well, yeah, that's why. Well, I mean, you wouldn't dish out money in the open if it wasn't. That's why. That's not why Liam Eckenberg. I here's how I would answer it, John. I would tell you I think there is reason for optimism that he can take a step forward in 2024. I think that's pretty clear. Uh, Ender Fireplace, Z White. I would love to see him redefine his body. And, you know, that's not easy. Not It does not have a flabby, soft body. But anyway, thank you, Ender Fireplace. And Austin Jackson. Like, I I would want Liam to be part of the Austin Jackson workout program. Okay, not big of a difference, but okay. Johnny Rodden, thank you very much. I think trading big contract guys now for as many picks as we can get. Let go of Wilkins, Williams, Hunt, Baker, Howard. We aren't going to Super Bowl in 2024. I don't. I don't think that's how the Dolphins see it, though. I think they see it as, as just as Omar said, we were we were right there in 2023. If not for the injuries at the end of the season, who knows how far we could have gotten. I mean, that's what Dan, I mean, that's what Dan, Dan Marino said. And Poupard, no, no, correction. Buy it. That's what team employee Dan Marino said. I, I said Dan Marino, you, you got to add the team employee, but that's what yeah, Dan Marino said. Yes, I know. I do have to add it because again, it, it's, why you, got, why you got to be bringing up team employees, an advisor to, 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 my, to Tom Garfinkel. Because right? his okay. words, his words talking about the Dolphins should be taken with a massive grain of salt, actually with enough salt to fill the ocean. Like seriously, <laughs> can we be honest about this? I mean. I, I love just poking you. <laughs> it's not, I'm too, I'm too easy. It's a problem. That's my problem. A Team employee. He's got a valid point. A lot of injuries happen at the end of the season, brother. Like, I'm talking like two and now, brother. <laughs> there you go. Um, there you go. Finn's rule says Dan Marino said it. So it's gotta be true. There you go. Absolutely. If Dan Marino said it, it's gotta be true. He's Dan. He's Dan the man. Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed. I haven't found any Tua at doing Super Bowl Super Bowl um the circuit, like you know Tua. No, he's got, I told you he's got this army thing, which was over the weekend. It's either today or tomorrow. He's like live streaming or Twitch, and he put something up on social media. So I'm like, so he's not going to Radio Row, like somebody. He's not pitching. I, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. You know why? Because. 
for you to pay me 50 grand to go sit and, and do a circuit of interviews and then just to ask me over and over again about why I failed at the end of the season and, and do I want a contract and how much do I feel I'm worth? Answer those questions over and over again. That's not worth 50 grand to me. It's just not. And well, but what was it last year? Was it last year? Are you good with the concussions? Are you still going to play and all that? I mean, that, that's what that was more comfortable. I don't know. You're, I mean, no, I can tell people that I'm I'm committed to the game and I want to play. And, and you know, these are fluke injuries. Yeah, you're okay. right. None you of it is comfortable. None of it is comfortable. You're you don't think his, his marketing team would not set him up before he does the rounds of radio roll and say, listen, these are the questions they're going to be asking you. I, I used to do that. I don't care about your your list of crap. Once you're on air, I'm it's it's we're doing it. We're going in. We're diving. What What's the consequences? You going to pull them off? the? You going to pull them off the air? Look like an idiot, like he's scared. You, you mean you miss you misunderstood my point. I wasn't saying that you talk to the people who are going to interview you. I'm saying you talk to Tua. These are the questions you should expect, and so mm -hmm. you're prepared for that question and can answer it in a way that you're more comfortable with. And it's going to come off as completely sanitized, you know, and all that. But you want Tua on. You want Tua on. You're going to ask a couple of quirky questions that have nothing to do with nothing, and then you're going to ask your basic. I don't think anybody would have him on radio or would say the hell happened at the end of the season. I mean, oh, I, I we would anyway. Well, but not not in that context. You would you would couch it very very nicely and politely. I, I don't think certain certain. Tua, Tua, is it ninety percent of or a hundred percent that the injuries caused the downslide at the end of the season for the offense? It was absolutely a hundred percent. I think that I think that's how you would ask it. Oh, 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 oh that's a shot at me. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, now, now, now I'm doing this. Well played, sir. Well played. I, I can do that too, my man. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do not get TDs. Do not get TDs. A fraud. Who's TD? T, that's who you want. Oh, that's, TD. That's who the people fraud. demand. Listen. Okay. Well, again. I am committed to it. So let's let's do it. I like to spar just like the next guy. Let's do it. Chairman's going Dougley, Dougley, Dougley. We already had Dougley on. The already had Dougley on. on. Anyway, come on. Let's move on to these questions because oh, no, we're trying to. Johnny Rodden, we are in trouble if we don't get better at drafting. You're, you're not you're not whistling Dixie. You're absolutely right. Uh, Mick Rakanovich. No, that's not fair because <laughs> the Greer supporters will say that you had a tremendously successful stretch in 2020 when you had Tua Tungvaloa, Austin Jackson, Robert Hunt, Raekwon Davis, say whatever you want. Um, and I have to say what I want. 
Brandon Jones in one draft class. And then the next year you had Waddle, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, Liam Eikenberg, say whatever you want, in the next draft class. And then the next year you had Channing, Tyndall, Eric Azukama, Cameron Good, and Skylar Thompson. And then you drafted Devon A. Chan. That was 2023. Yeah. The two big years were 2020 and 2021. And I'm going to tell you that the jury's still out on 2020. Um, and you can, and I know this is where I can get ready for it. I can also, I'm going to predict it here. Well, he led the league in passer rating in 2020 and he would like the league in passing yards in 2021. Jury's still out on Tua. Sorry. Uh, Austin Jackson, even though he got to a second contract. Can we say it's a slam dunk hit right now? No. No, but it's trending in the right way. Noah Banagani was was a miss. I didn't Robert Hunt, Robert I didn't Hunt in the second up. round. Yes, I had to bring him up. Robert Hunt in the second round was a hit. Raekwon Davis in the second round also been serviceable. Not Certainly not a difference maker. Um, and then in 2021 – and here, Jalen Waddle's a very, really, really good player. Jalen Phillips is a very good player. Jalen, uh, Javon Holland's a good player. And I hate to, I, I think, I still think they could have done better with. with the resources they that they have. Have. Sorry. I still think they could have done better with the resource. I don't, I don't disagree with you. They okay. could have done better with the resources they had. But you know what the the ruling is on on successful draft picks? If you walk away with three starters, you had a successful draft. They've done that. Not when you have, not, but when you have five, you have eleven picks total and five in the first two rounds. I think that should be a, a bare minimum. Um, You're fair. That's fair. That's accurate. You purge your roster for those two draft classes, and it's okay. It's all right. I, I don't. You know, my number one criticism of Chris Greer is he doesn't draft well enough, and that's not that's a non-negotiable for me. But you were just defending his draft, so no. But I'm. I, I was saying. That's what the Chris Greer supporters will say. Well, look at these two drafts. And I and and then they'll say the next two drafts, those were draft, those are draft picks traded away or lost based on our, our poor behavior. And now this this draft class, this one right here, you got you 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 gotta you gotta hit. You gotta you gotta hit like a couple of doubles. There can't be strikeouts. You got to get on base. No, the other thing that needs to be mentioned, too, if we're talking about the Dolphins and drafting, let's also understand that they gave up a lot of draft capital to get Tyreek, to get Bradley Chubb, to get Jalen Ramsey. So that factors into it. I mean, and you know, lost some to pay their penance to the NFL. To their, to their shenanigans. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> there are, are shenanigans, yes. Um, Here's an interesting name here. Autopotamus, we would like to see you have Barry Jackson as a guest. Oh, Barry would be a good guest. I would like that. Okay. It was interesting. Uh, not with TD Talker. No, 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 no. That would have to be, it would be with another. Barry man. Jackson as a guest. Hmm. Uh, okay. Lewis Collins again. Thank you, Lewis. As we get new free agents and rookies, can you guys do a film breakdown of them, especially during the slow news periods? <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Um, I don't know if I, I didn't even know the technology to like. Yeah, here, here's the thing: when the, we start, when we start doing things that require film and film rights, 
Um, we've been slapped on the wrist a couple of times by YouTube, um, which for bad behavior and taking penalties for usage of things that we did not have the license to, even though we thought we did and thought we paid for and had the license to. So it's putting film up that we don't own. Tricky, tricky, tricky situation, especially when this is how we support ourselves. And YouTube got us for about $400 last week or two weeks ago. And there are also other people who do that uh, and we duplicate. We'll definitely tell you about the, the, the guys we can do. It, we can do a deep dive on the free agents they sign and rookies that they're going to draft. But I don't know that we need to go. And that gets, I'll be honest with you, I watch some of those. And whoever it is talking and they start circling the player and then they start running the play five different times. And it's like, I'm like, see, I had a full head of hair. And now, I, now I'm down to this because it gets me like this. It's like, you have a full head of hair. Stop. I'm joking. It's like, it's yeah, like, run, you, like run the play already. You um, are not follically challenged, sir. And you should no, be very no, proud of yourself. I am not. Oh, how cute. What, how what cute. happened? Um, in the interest of like, since we're not cherry picking the comments, we'll do that. Here we go. Poop can't do that because all he does is talk poop. He would call it honesty. I said what I said. Okay, that's cute. <laughs> At least he quotes you accurately. I know that that was not very nice of you. Okay, yeah. I said what I he he did quote you. I said what I said. Like I like it. I like it. And and somebody was on to me. Darn. Um, <laughs> Barry Jackson is too good to sit next to TD. No, then we're not going to use those two together. That would not. We Shining got somebody that compliments TD. I don't know who that is. I, I I put it out there that I I want to do it with um. Damn, who is the music guy? Um, and you were like, no, that opens up the format to everything else and everybody else. And okay, while, while you keep babbling, I'll go Ray Middlebrook. Thing. Ray wants to training to have any hope with Weaver's D. Wouldn't hold my breath. Let's put it that way. No, there's no hope there. Let's move on. Damn. I mean, you see him being anything more than a special teams player, Channing Tindall? No. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Matty OMG, Wilkins, Tua Holland, Waddle Phillips, but he's a bad drafter. Again, yeah, Wilkins is a great pick. Holland. Okay. Wilkins. Let me time out, time out, time out, time out. I'm going to time you out. Okay. He was not a hit yet. Sorry. I'm going to time you out, Matt. Uh, time you out, poop. Christian Wilkins in the 2019 draft. That draft was a dud. Um, outside with the exception of Christian Wilkins and Andrew Van Ginkle, who blossomed in his fifth NFL season, always been a good player. For a fifth round pick, Van Ginkle was a good pick from the start. I'm okay, but side. that's the only two draft picks that are even worth mentioning in the beginning of your draft class, which featured which began with the purge. Um, the next year you had what three first round picks, yep. three, um, two second round picks, a third. Mm-hmm. Four fourth round picks, bro. You got to deliver way more than that. That should be the foundation of your team. And there are too many Noah Igbenoganis, Solomon Kinleys, Jason Strobridges in that draft class. To it, it should be the foundation of this team. And there were some whiffs in that class. Um, 2021. It's great, but I'm going to say they, they could have maxed out after making the trade with San Francisco, which was a fabulous trade. 
I think they, with all due respect to Jalen Waddle, who's a great, who's a good wide receiver with a lot of speed and complements what they have with Tyreek Hill, which they didn't at the time to give up an extra first round pick to move from 12 to six when they were studs galore uh, in that draft. Michael Pierce, Michael Parsons went 12 in that draft. Rashawn Slater went 13 in that draft. Devontae Smith went 10 in that draft. Um, I, I agree with you. And I didn't even like the move down to three. I would have went chase. I would chase uh, Jamar chase. Moved you would have stayed, stayed at three. Well, to me, they, you, they moved when they moved from three to 12. Jamar, Jamar chase will be the highest paid receiver in the NFL this off season. Like, Got you, but they picked up two extra first round picks to move from two to twelve. I mean, yeah. and then when they got back up to six, they also could have gotten Penesuel. And then they, they they traded away to get back up. I, 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 it, it, no, this is why the trade back up to me to give yeah. up, move from twelve to six to surrender one of those two first round picks you got. I didn't like that move in the least. I I agree with you. I wasn't a big fan of that that approach. Um, and I wouldn't have moved from three. I don't care. I I just I don't I, I wouldn't have. Okay, this is going to be just for Dave Nestali. There you go, Dave. What well, work? Was he wants to see your hair? Yeah, he loves seeing the Expos hat off. You got a problem with the Expos hat? Is that the deal? You want to see my hair? Uh, don't make me go get an Expos hat. There you go. I don't do it for very long. Um, oh wait a second! Hold on, a second. Angel. Were you joking or not? Now you now Angel's saying he was joking. Mm, I don't know. I don't sound, know. Didn't sound like joking, but it's good either way. Um. Oh, Skyler, thank you, Skyler. Gonna throw Thanks. something a little different your way today. What's your go-to Super Bowl snack potluck dish? Thanks for continuing these. Um, we are having a barbecue here. Um, so I uh and I'm I'm a barbecue kind of guy. Um, but I'm I'm a wings, I'm a wing Super Bowl snack guy. Okay. Um, and if if it were pizza, I am a Pizza Hut barbecue pizza, not the Stop it! Stop it! You've never had it. Don't don't make no, that. No, that, that, yeah, that's correct. The, no, there's a barbecue beef pizza pan from Pizza Hut that is to die for. And I'm sorry if you're having a pizza a party. I promise you, you can get your pepperoni. You can if you're having a party and you're ordering from Pizza Hut, get the barbecue beef pan pizza. It's shredded beef, just like it would be in a sloppy Joe, and it's sprinkled throughout the pizza. And I'm telling you, mm, 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 it cleans up quite well. But anyway, let's. Okay, let for me, it would be. Okay, well, I'm on the keto break right now. It may be forever. So, the the things I love the most, and I would have it for a Super Bowl, which would be I don't know, uh, pizza certainly would kind or some nice spaghetti with some homemade spaghetti sauce. For a Super Bowl, you eat spaghetti. Yeah. For a Super yes. Bowl? Or some sushi, yes. I, I think that's your keto talking. Cause, cause, oh, I can't have sushi unless it's just a pure the slice. Oh, 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 no, okay. Sushi's you can't have sushi. Not rice. You gotta give up. You could go eat the yeah. sashimi. Sashimi. Oh, I know. I know, but I'm. Oh, I'm gonna give you a. Damn, you can't cheat for one day. No, I don't want. I don't want to. That's that's part of the deal. I don't want to. So anyway, boring answer on my part, but. He like. wants spaghetti for Super Bowl. Oh, love me some spaghetti with some some of my homemade spaghetti sauce, which mm -hmm. I now have with zucchini noodles or or squash noodles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know, I'm like, ah. don't knock it till you tried it. I've uh, tried it. I'm knocking it. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. 
I want to address this one here. Jay, Jay live doing NFL game in Spain. Dolphins and Bears marketing rights in Spain. There is no game in Spain this year. They've already announced all of the international games. It's three in London or in England, one in so Germany. We're not, we're not going. We're not the one in Brazil, and there's no Dolphins are not involved. And the Dolphins, by the way, are the only team that have marketing rights in Brazil, but it's going to be the Eagles as their home team, and the Dolphins are not playing the Eagles. So they're obviously not in that game. Dub MCZ, Omar and Pupar have been fans from a distance for a long time. Is a Miami-born Columbus schooled kid. Loves seeing Miami natives representing on YouTube. He's a Miami native. I'm not a Miami native. That's that, that's your cue right there. I'm born and raised in Montreal. Ooh, ooh. Thank you, Autopotamus. Look up Keto Fathead Pizza. I am going to absolutely. You know, there's a, I, I realized by you in, I don't want to tell people where you live. There's a Blaze Pizza. I've always been curious about Blaze Pizza, but I've never tried it. I've heard about it, but I'm never, I don't know if it's good or not. Never heard of it. You never heard of Blaze Pizza? I think um, a bunch of, like, LeBron James was a, as a, a sponsor, as well, a I, owner. I don't run in the same circles as LeBron James. <laughs> as I'm sure, I'm sure you'll be shocked. Yeah. Keto fathead pizza. Oh, really All right. Um, we're we're still looking for the right podcaster to put with TD. Um, we've we've decided Kyle Krabs is not that guy. Um, we do want to have Kyle Krabs on. Um, um yeah, it's gotta be a good Mexican Canadian pizza, dude. 67 Canadian pizza is absolutely love Canadian pizza. I, I need I a lot of comments it. about Blaze Omar. What 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 are they saying? A lot of comments. Blaze is overrated. Okay. Blaze Pizza is very overrated. Okay. Um, I'm I'm I don't know if they are or they're not. Blaze is okay. Blaze Pizza is over. Okay. All right. Cool. Then I I can end my fascination with Blaze Pizza. Twenty twenty five game in Spain was announced today, I believe. I have not heard that, but we are, we're absolutely going to check. Canadian pizza. Um, you know what I want to eat? I want to try New Haven pizza from um, Tony Sperano. Always used to talk up New Haven pizza, and I've never had it. And I know that there's like a difference to it. Um, I'm a New York slice kind of guy, but I'm very curious about New Haven pizza. Always on the look for great pizza spots. I, I say Mr. O1's pizza is the best pizza in Miami has to offer. Um, and I don't really like. Hold up. What's up? Yep. Sorry, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt, but yes, indeed, I've just NFL to play first game in Madrid in 2025. Okay. The Dolphins have an extra home game next year, and they do have, I believe, uh, marketing rights in Madrid. So, possibly. All right. That, those home that home team is not going to be announced for a while, though. Mm-hmm. So, interesting. Okay. What else we got here? Do, 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 do. When you guys, um, oh, hold, on, hold on, I'm going to local club. They are having dollar pizza and hot dogs. What's local club? A local club where, where Craig resides. I would, I would love a dollar pizza and hot. Well, I don't know if I'm eat hot dogs. They have to be all beef, and I'm just trying not to eat beef as much, even though I'm gonna have a. I try not. I'm trying not to eat beef. When when's the last time you had you had meat? Had some meat in your mouth. 
you gotta yeah you you, you if you're gonna do that you gotta like give context because they they the I'm, gonna give like I'm, I'm gonna let it hang over there for a second okay and so the situation situation was the dolphins had a new wide receiver by the name of grip griff whalen i want to say four or five years ago and a big part of his story was his very strict eating regimen. I think he may have been just a vegetarian. There. He was a vegan. He was a vegan. He was a vegan. Okay. And I know Omar proceeded to ask him, when's the last time you had meat in your some meat in your mouth? Needless to say, we have not let Omar live that one down. Not my proudest moment. Not not a, not at all. Well, I asked a player one time about the P word. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking playoffs and just not and then come out. Sometimes when you're asking questions, your your wording, your your focus might be off, and it, it impacts your wording. That's all. The intention is is there, but the delivery. Yeah. Not. Mark, thank you. A team with 53 good players is better in in years five and six than one with 25 first second rounders in years three and four. The Patriots proved for 20 years. Patriots also had Tom Brady at quarterback. Patriots didn't prove nothing. The Patriots had Tom Brady. Patriots have not proved a thing. Um, when you have the best quarterback in the game, it makes it all easier. Especially when he takes a team-friendly deal because his wife is the primary breadwinner in the household. And more money means more taxes. That's nice, right? Yeah. Uh, Nuclear Nick, thank you. Go to Miami Slice. Thank me later. Trust me. What is Miami Slice? I don't even know it. It's a pizza place. I know, but how is it a franchise or just what? Like, I'm a big cheese guy. What is Miami Slice? What do you mean you're cheese guys? You don't like cheese. No, I said big cheese, the place. Oh, gotta gotta gotta. No, no, I'm not a big cheese guy. You know that. Omar, you want to tackle this one? It's a question we get quite a bit. Dave, why oh why is Crossman still employed here? From what I'm told, um, the issue is more of Miami's time commitment and dedication to special teams than it is Dan Crossman's performance. That's the answer. There you go. And it will probably be addressed this upcoming offseason. So basically, Mike McDaniel is taking the bullet for special teams as opposed to Dan Crossman. If if I, I have not verified that answer, but that was the an, that was the answer that I have been given and will not be in position to verify that answer until I see Mike McDaniel at the owners meeting. OK. Uh, or, or, um, no. OK. Anyway. We talked to him at the combine first before the owners meeting. We does a press conference at the combine. It's yeah. not not a, a little chat session. Thank you, Edward. Uh, what I would say about the special teams, also, in fairness, they were pretty solid the entire year, except for those two nasty blips against Baltimore and against Buffalo. And those blips came in instances where their special teams unit was depleted because a lot of those guys were playing Injuries. starting role. It makes a difference, and I wish you would stop acting like it didn't. Uh, Did it it or did it not impact the roles of Duke Riley and Brandon Jones and Elijah Campbell and all the other special teams? And was it against Buffalo? It was a fluky play where Cameron Good ran into the back of the Alec Ingold. Taurus patellar tendon in the process left a gaping hole up the middle where he would, where he would have been. And that kind of led to that punt return for a touchdown, that game changing Mark says goat wasn't evaluated and drafted as a, as the goat. No, that's correct. But okay. once the Patriots realized what they had with Brady at quarterback, it became a lot easier. And, and you know what, you know what I'm doing? Oh, I don't even like Miami slice pizza. I'm looking at these pictures. Oh, oh, oh. Um, don't judge a book by its cover. 
That's true, but but they they're 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 kind of artisan pizza, and I don't like artisan pizza. Um, anyway, we're not here to talk about pizza. I am doing a tour piece that I promised Alan Poupard today, but I'm not ready. Um, and primarily because there's a certain element of when you're there's two different NFL teams, the teams that are paying a quarterback which have to operate business-wise completely differently than those who aren't paying a quarterback and then the teams who aren't paying a quarterback. Now, Miami has been in the teams who aren't paying a quarterback, and they're not drafting well enough to be in the teams that are paying a quarterback. Because once you're paying a quarterback 25 to 30% of your cap, your roster is going to have to be built on cheap players. Well, the Dolphins' roster isn't built on cheap. Cheap players are generally draft picks. Dolphins roster is not built on draft picks. It's built on inexpensive, injured, dented can free agents. And that's just the reality of it. it I'm sorry. If you look at your roster, that's what it's built on. Um, now, when you have to start paying a quarterback, quarterback money, like it will make the problem worse and expose poor drafting. So to me, like, this is part of the reason why you have to do what Poupard says, which is ride this whole thing out on the fifth year and the franchise tag because you need two seasons to actually get your roster right because you ain't got nothing on your roster. Take a, take a, take a really deep dive, really encompassing look at your roster on your team, what's there now, and literally – None of the good players or the majority of the good players aren't drafted by you. Like even Zach Sealer, who is the epitome of build and develop, he wasn't drafted by you. Now, you found him, you procured him. He's a great waiver wire claim, and you developed him. So he is yours. But show me others. Show me others. And there aren't that many. Well, since you mentioned your tour story, there is a tour story on alldolphins.com right now. All right. It wasn't ready for you. Go ahead. There you there go. There you go. And I compared Tua to Brock Purdy. Because and as, as Omar proceeds to sigh, they have been at near the top of the passer rating board the past few seasons. Actually, Tua led led the NFL in passer rating last year. Brock Purdy led it this year. Tua was fifth. And only two quarterbacks in the NFL have had a hundred rating for the last two seasons, two and Brock Purdy. That's wonderful. And both players have similarities in that they are surrounded by very, very good offensive talent. And there's even this idea that's been thrown out, including by Cam Newton, who said it many times, and he, he's gotten chastised at times for saying it. I'm not sure how wrong he is that Brock Purdy is a quote unquote game, game manager. Um, there is no damn shame in a game manager label. There shouldn't be. Who said that? Well, it, it suggests the game man the game manager label suggests that you need more help around you than somebody who is a game changer. Okay. Name the game changers in the game oh, right we, now. Are we gonna do this again? You, we are gonna do this because you keep you 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 keep you wanna you want a two-step. We got a two-step. 
You 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 want to you want to sign with Cam Newton? I'll just name three off the top of my head in the AFC just very quickly, so we can. Okay, and and we know who they are: Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen. Yes, I I give Joe Burrow. Like okay, Okay, that's four. And then who? We have seen more signs of that from probably another half dozen quarterbacks who I don't feel like naming right now because I'm not in the mood. But you know damn well who they are, and most of them are in the AFC. Okay, so and I'm not going to go there anyway. The point is, as Omar so rudely interrupted me and removed the alldolphins.com banner from the bottom, check it out. You make your own conclusions. See what I wrote. Decide I'm completely crazy, which wouldn't be anything new, but I'd compared and contrasted Purdy and Tua, and it's relevant because Purdy, Tua have a lot of similarities, and Purdy currently is in the Super Bowl. And I wrote a column that says that if the 49ers win the Super Bowl and beat the Kansas City Chiefs, it reinforces the fact that what the Dolphins are building is right and can do it and win it all. And you can find that on alldolphins.com as well for free, no paywall. And it it should be teased on Alan Poupard's two apiece. Uh, it wasn't. I teased another two apiece that I had, which I called it the big two a dilemma which basically was my justification and all the reasons why you have to play out the fifth fifth year year option. And I don't even know if I had it in there. And if I didn't, I was remiss. The fact that he's your best quarterback since Dan Marino is not a reason to to lock yourself up for the next three years. The fact that he's been a top rated quarterback for the last two years is that reason to lock yourself up. Anyway, what's You are provoking me today, man. <laughs> John, John. Um, All right. Sorry. Um, are we? Are we? Uh, are we done with questions today? Because I got, I got, I got. Yeah, and I'm hungry. I want to. Let me. Let me look here real quick. Yes. I need to cook myself some lunch. See, I'm missing the point. Newfoundland, Newfoundland, Newfoundland. You're missing the point. Game managers playing in the Super Bowl. You're missing the point. He is playing on a completely stacked team. And if you can't see that, don't know what to say. If you think if you think Brock Purdy is the number one reason the 49ers are in the Super Bowl. Hey, man, he, played some, he delivered some clutch performances that got them there for the last two games. Clutch performances, his passer, if we're going to get, and you, Omar, who was like this with the passer rating, his passer rating for each of the two playoff games is under 90. And oh, 90 man. is actually below average. Clutch performances, though. Clutch. Correct. And I mean, and I, you will see. isn't that what you want when you say you want a elite quarterback? You want the clutch, you want him to rise in the and, my, and that's my point that Brock Purdy is not elite. He's so he has shown a clutch gene in these playoffs. He's not an elite quarterback, in my very humble opinion. Okay. I'm a Brock Purdy fan, and I think he is elite. Okay. We'll see. You can be wrong. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Where are where are we questions wise? You bet. I am getting owned today. I, I I am absolutely getting owned today. I, I gotta admit, my focus isn't on, my game isn't on, but it's all right. You sometimes you just take an L. Sometimes you just take an L. Hold on, Ryan is is is. I was gonna say complain, making the point that we missed his question. Let me look for his question, Ryan Laporte. Put the no, question no. Again. Put the question in there again, Ryan. So, oh, Ryan, uh, no, he oh, just you did it. miss his question. Oh, sorry, Ryan. Who had players play through injury during season, second season, rested them during the season to get healthy. Neither worked. Need new strength and conditioning staff. 
the injuries that they had had nothing to do with strength and conditioning. They were a player getting his helmet hit on the knee. Like I, I hate, I hate when people do that stuff. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, did Jalen Phillips popping his Achilles on a bad turf? Does that strengthen conditioning staff? Jalen Phillips' body is the body of an Adonis. Like there's nobody who looks better in the NFL than Jalen Phillips does. And so you're telling me that the strength and conditioning staff was the reason that his Achilles popped? Is that is that what you're really telling me, Ryan? Like no, it, you know, man has like nine percent body fat. You know, the other thing too is if you look at the, the injuries that they had, there weren't a ton of hamstring injuries this year. Soft tissue at all. Uh, you had kind of other than even when they did have hamstring injury, uh, um, a hamstring injury because that was Robert Hunt. His hamstring was black and blue, the size of a goddamn. It was it was massive, um, like the size of my head, a black and blue mark on where his hamstring was. Like you could, like what was he supposed to do? What what did you, what do we want him to do? It was clearly you see the blood. You literally see the blood in it because there was a tear. So I I don't know how people think the strength and conditioning staff or the training staff is, which is what they really mean. We're supposed to fix that. Football yeah. football is a hundred percent injury 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 sport. Hundred percent injury. Like every player will be injured. Hundred percent. What? Stop it. <laughs> I, I am I'm done with you. I am I'm leaving. Let, let's, let's wrap this up. Did we did we get every question in? Yeah, and apologies, Ryan, for not having spotted at first. That's the last thing I want to do. Uh hold on. No, no, we, we got we got that. So I'm gonna do a quick uh Skyler, Ryan C the Ryan there is yours, Mark Lewis, Johnny. Yeah. I agree with I agree with Sean Sullivan says the Titans game and the injuries derailed everything. Absolutely. You would have taken care of the Titans. You would have had home field advantage. You would have won the AFC East. You squandered the opportunity, and that was more on the defense than the offense. And then injuries at the final stretch. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was more on the on the defense and the offense? The Titans loss. You mean that game where the Dolphins had the ball where they could have iced it with one first down? before Tennessee took the lead and then the offense had a chance to come back to win it with a field goal with about two minutes left. And again, poop to bed that, that particular game who let go of a 14 point lead was on both, both of them. And the offense was crap the entire game. If you recall, they got two cheapy touchdowns off the, the muff punt and a fumble right after that. The okay. offense was garbage that entire game. So I continue to get I, on. All yeah, right. Used to, to blame the, I mean, but you still gave up. If you did your job, you wouldn't have gave up a fourteen-point lead. Sure. It was, it was, it was an all-around complete collapse, offense and defense. Okay, fair, touche. I continue and, to be and, the, and the other point I made, the other point I made is every team in the entire NFL had a bad loss this year against a team that they shouldn't have lost against. That was the Dolphins. When it just so happened, it came at the year at the end of the year. Other than that, the Dolphins basically, I mean, did with every other. Subpar opponent they faced. Mm-hmm. That was the one time they they yeah. they dropped the ball. Um, Troy asked a very good question, and we'll let this be our last unless we get another um, paid question. Which we did. Uh, which we did. Okay. Yeah, and I'm I'm a liar. I'm a big fat liar. Oh, no, actually, just say, say hi. In fact, I'm gonna put it up right here, and we'll go back to Troy in a second. Okay. It's just Mike 
who we love. Mike is the best. Just want to say hi, guys. Just popped in at popped on at work. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for showing up, Mike, and we appreciate you. Um, put so put the question up because it was a good question. I don't see it. It was from Troy Ortiz. I did that. I know. So Troy, thank you for the question. God damn it, you! Why you take it down if you ain't know how to find it? Anyway, um, be honest. If next year's team disappoints again, you yeah, you take that L. I finally got a victory. Finally put up a W. Um, if if next year's team disappoints again, you got to define disappointment, Troy. Does Ross blow it up? I think blowing it up next year is inevitable. Unless we're talking roster, we're talking management. Management. I think this is this or should be Chris Gurr's last hurrah. If you make me spend a hundred million dollars just so that I can give you the credit card again, and then you spend the credit card, max it out, and we don't deliver a playoff win, like I'm sorry, that's your head. That would happen to me only if there's no play. Forget playoff win. There's no playoffs, and you can't say anything about injuries. If those two things happen, that's the only scenario. No playoffs. What about a playoff win? No, I don't think that would be them necessarily would would bring about a massive change. I really don't. I, I didn't I, say massive change. I just said Chris Greer. Yeah, I don't know. Heads must be sacrificed. Chris Greer is next on the chopping block. He's in line for the guillotine. I don't, I don't know. I, I, it he, is. No, but, Stephen, but Stephen Ross is very, very loyal to Chris Greer. Absolutely. And he's been loyal to him for how many years now? Since well, 2019? GM, no, GM is 16. He became the actual GM. Okay. And he's been the head man in charge since 2019. And here, where are we with this rebuild? Okay, well, no, correct. I, How I many mean, credit cards do I have to give you to max out before I know you're not good with the credit card? How many? I I don't disagree with that. I, I just happen to think, again, that Stephen Ross is extraordinarily great. By the way, he's been with the team for 20 years. Forget, forget us. That doesn't necessarily mean and, – and the value of being with the team for 20 years is you shouldn't keep making the same mistakes. And what, what has been the Dolphins' history over the past couple of 20 years? Keep making the same goddamn mistakes. Right. So if you've been here the first time we made a mistake, like paying Ryan Tannehill before you absolutely needed to, why would you do it again? If you've been here. Yeah. But the mistakes go, if if we're talking about the playoff drop, the mistakes go Jamar Fletcher over Drew Brees. uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, he wasn't part of that though. He wasn't part of that. Like, no, don't, don't. And that's my biggest issue with, Chris Greer, if we're gonna get into it, we should we should do an episode on Chris Greer. We really should. Next week we'll do an episode on Chris Greer. Okay. Like we we ain't got nothing better to do. Um, if you keep making the same mistakes, why should I put you in charge to keep making the same mistakes? Like I like new mistakes. This franchise keeps making the same mistakes. But here. Ooh, but here's the thing is you you keep bringing up all you keep doing is they'd have been fine if not for the injuries where's them then there's no mistake there from the gm correct that's fair i mean so that's fair that's, that's fair i'm not i'm not arguing that except you build a roster based on injured players injury prone players which you have and you did it for valid reasons because injury prone players are the ones that take one year deals and 
but and, and are available in trade opportunities. Ron Armstead doesn't become a free agent if he's never injured. Uh, exactly. Jalen Fields doesn't drop to pick number 18 if he's not doesn't have injury history. So it, it, it is what it is, but you did it. How many times am I going to let you off the hook for doing it? I can't. So if, if if we get to if we get to 2022 injuries a factor at the end of the season, 2022 injury, 2023 injuries a factor at the end of the season, 2024 injuries a factor at the end of the season. After a while, I gotta be like, bro. But it's gonna be. Could it not be viewed from the, that prism of well, just bad luck? Because we we you bad just luck three years in a row. You just finished talking about how. We can't bring. We can't blame the strength and conditioning staff, and I'm with you on that. You just got. You just get bad luck, and maybe 2025 is a year where there's no bad luck. I mean, who knows? Well, no, we got another one here. Lewis again. Thank you, Lewis, for context. Cam Newton is an extended clip. Says Tom Brady is an an elite game manager, not a game changer. No, that's that's fair. I, and I, if, I don't disagree with him, but then Cam is saying, and I've done business with Cam. I know Cam. I know what he's about. I know how he operates, and I get his perspective, and he's building a a social media podcast platform. You have to say controversial things, but I do agree with his premise that certain players in the NFL are game changers, Lamar, Patrick Mahomes, but the game changers have that scrambling ability that what you say? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Yes, yes, yes. They have that scrambling ability. I don't want to build my team with a scrambling quarterback. I like it, but I don't want to build it with it because what's happened to Cam Newton after a while, like I'm sorry, Josh Allen, maybe two years tops. And you could clip this and put this in old takes. Oh, I will because we're, we're talking now. Yeah. Six eight, years. Eight, nine, eight, nine, zero, one, two, three. Six years on the last five he's been. Yeah, yeah. But eventually at some point, somebody's going to whack him to the point where he's like, damn, I really got to stop running. Now, they're running more. These, these Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Lamar, they're running more in the playoffs. So they contain themselves a little bit until the stakes raise and then they start run, running. And I get it. That's to preserve their body and ensure that they play an entire season. I get it. But I don't want to, I don't want to build my team around that. I want to build my team around a pocket quarterback. Except the difference there, I wouldn't include Mahomes in that group because Mahomes doesn't scramble for the sake of scrambling. Mahomes scrambles when he went to escape pressure. Oh, but he scrambles for the sake of scrambling. He scrambles at least two or three times a game for first downs all uh, every game. When and, when it's third down in the pocket, when the and the pressure gets to him, yeah, and, and I I like that, but it's, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Correct. Um, is it is it wrong for me to think that Steve Ross ownership tenure, we have been mediocre at best. It feels is maybe he is the issue. I'm not saying the grass is green on the other side, but maybe change is needed. Like. I'm sorry. What does Steve Ross do? Steve Ross, all he does is write big fat checks. You're not gonna get that on. You're not gonna get me. I I want an owner that just writes big fat checks. Says, oh, what do you need? Hundred million dollars to just balance the books? Okay. How many owners do you think would write would restructure a hundred? Now the New Orleans Saints do it just about every year. Um, but how many teams or NFL teams do you think write about a hundred million dollars 
worth of checks just to balance their books. No, it doesn't happen. Uh, here's an interesting one. I agree. Look at the last 20 years and look at the pocket passers that have won the Super Bowl other than Mahomes. Eli Manning, Peyton Manning, Nick Ben Roethlisberger, Cole, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner, Matthew mm. Matthew Stafford. I'm not sure I understand the point there. Were you saying there are a lot of them, or there are not a lot of them? I don't. I don't. I'm Tom Brady. We forgot about him. Tom Brady. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I I'm not in position to. Um, calibrate this whole game man i i don't think game manager is a disrespectful i'm sorry i want the ultimate game manager <laughs> i don't need a game changer give me the ultimate game manager steve ross hires awful people which is fine do you need the list sure go for it g man the dolphin here's the thing though omar game manager is fine and and what made brady special even as a game manager is the clutch gene was off off the charts that's where. That's why Brock Purdy. You can put some respect on Brock Purdy name. You're gonna do it. Uh, well, if you're, if you're a member, I had him in my tier one, one and a half when I did my my tier. So there All is right. some respect there. All right. Well, I appreciate everybody who joined this live. I think we've killed every question. Make sure we go to the very bottom of this thing. Um, we thank you. Um, again, check out episodes. 217 and 218 if you haven't already for everybody who is watching we really appreciate it if you watch the episode each episode for three minutes because it's it, it helps us with the algorithm and we're still struggling to figure out the youtube algorithm but we thank you for making us very prominent we thank you for being loyal to us and we thank you for your continued support check out alldolphins.com for Free Dolphins coverage. We're here all off-season columns, commentary, and as you see, the podcast, which you know how to find on every platform under All Dolphins. Pupard, give your oh, – do one of these. For, all for right. My friend David, here you go, the action and, and the obligatory tip of the hat. And everybody have a safe and productive weekend. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Enjoy, Super Bowl, the, Super, the, enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Um, go 49ers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.